The ripples of the conflict in Israel and Gaza now spreading. Drones attacked a U.S. military base in Syria with injuries reported. Rockets and drones hit an Iraqi installation housing American forces. When will this finally end? The outside ripples of war increasing. A U.S. Navy warship intercepted multiple long-range missiles off Yemen. The Pentagon says the missiles could have been headed towards Israel. Confusion continues after that bombing of the hospital in Gaza City. Hamas-run news sources saying 471 died. Now, foreign intelligence sources and European news sources are reporting the toll was closer to 10 to 50 deaths. The U.S. State Department has issued a rare worldwide caution, warning Americans overseas and traveling to exercise increased care because of greater tensions around the world. As we keep praying for Muslims, Jews, even Christians affected by turmoil, may we remember God's anointed one is the Lord of history. God's rule and reign breaks through. Jesus is on the throne. Welcome to Haven Today here on Friday. I'm Charles Morris sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And this is a program called Israel Help and Hope. The world may be changing, but the Lord remains the same. This is so important for us to remember in the midst of the war between Israel and Hamas. We may enjoy relative tranquility in our lives, where I live at least in North America, but in a single weekend, peace can quickly go out the door. And that's what happened in Israel two weeks ago. However, our God is not caught by surprise. Though it seems as though God's promises are hanging on by a thread, he will hold true to his word. No prince, no ruler, no army can thwart his plans. What is it that God has promised? Victory in the hands of his son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In this victory, we find our hope. And in this victory, we are empowered to help those in need. In a moment, we're going to turn to Psalm 2. You're probably familiar with this great psalm that begins with the questions so many are asking around the world today. Why do the nations conspire? Or it could be translated rage. And the peoples plot in vain. The kings of the earth rise up and the rulers band together against the Lord and his anointed. We're going to look at all of this psalm in a moment. And we're going to see how the Lord answers the question for us. And of course, it points us to Jesus. But first, I want to catch up again with somebody I met several years ago when we had lunch in Tel Aviv. Dan Suret is the COO of Jews for Jesus. Dan, can you share with us how your team in Israel is meeting both the physical and spiritual needs of those who've been displaced by this war? Well, first, Charles, thank you so much for your support and your love and your partnership it really means a lot. And we don't take it for granted. And underground in Israel right now, what we're doing is not just meeting the physical needs and loving and serving um, our our Israelis brothers and sisters and um, our Israeli countrymen, but also um, getting to the spiritual needs. Um, knowing that 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 the number one need that our people in Israel have is a spiritual need, um, the gospel, and Jewish people in Israel all over the world um, need the um, the hope 
and the grace and the love and the mercy that is found in Messiah Yeshua and what he did for us when he came, when he sacrificed himself, when he came down from heaven to um, to bear the the sins um, of of the world. And, and we need, we need our people, my people, we need, we need to recognize that and to accept that. Amen. That's so true. Dan, I know the Lord brought you to that point in your own life. Let me just ask you, what does Jesus, Yeshua, mean to you? Yeshua for me, um, you know, Yeshua means salvation. Yeshua is a Hebrew word that means salvation, and that's his name. So first and foremost, Yeshua for me is salvation and eternal life. He is my and all of ours way to the Father, you know, and like Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So he's really my all in all. He's my the love of my life. He's the one that um anything that I that I do or that I am is is because of him, is because of what he has done for me and because of who he is you know i love because he first loved me and i show love or mercy or grace because that's what he has showed me you know that's yeshua for me salvation (laughs) dan surrett with jews for jesus stick around i want to ask you to pray at the end of our program for all that's happening in the middle east right now now before we hear our first song I'd like to encourage you to pray about how much you can give to help displaced people in Israel right now. Jews for Jesus is the largest Christian organization working on the ground in Israel. Not only are they distributing clothing, blankets, and even food to those displaced by the Hamas attack two Saturdays ago, they're handing out copies of the New Testament with the Psalms and praying with those who are spiritually needy. Won't you partner with us? to send help and hope to Israel in the name of Jesus. Call us after the program and make your gift. Every dollar you send to Israel goes to Israel. We don't take a handling fee. Let us know how much you want to send to Israel and how much you want for Haven. And let me remind you, we need your help right now, too. We'll keep your gifts separate. Call us after the program at 800-65-HAVEN. 800-65-HAVEN. Or visit our website and make your gift at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. Pray for peace for Muslims and Jews and Christians, but then give to make a kingdom difference. Haven Today opens now with Christy Knuckles and a song she sings based on Psalm 2. Everything that can be shaken is shaking. Everything that can be Sifted is sifting. All the kingdoms of this world unraveling. And if you listen, you can hear the nations raging. But the word of the Lord has spoken that there's a God in the heavens reigning over all, rejoicing as he sings. 
There's a brightest hope our hearts can remember, and a purest fire that burns in us like embers. 'Cause we're the people of His heart and His splendor, returning to our God, our Defender. For the word of the Lord has spoken that there's a God in the hell. new album by Christy Knuckles. That's As For Me, coming out of Psalm 2 here on this Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, a program called Israel, Help, and Hope. A lot of the psalms that we've looked at on our weekday program have parallels to the war in the Middle East. There was imagery of warfare and finding shelter. The psalmist speaks of not fearing, though armies are encamped around him. But I think Psalm 2 gives us the most relevant imagery. Why? Because it does not just describe the situation between Israel and Hamas. It describes the entire world. Listen closely as King David describes the nations. 
Why do the nations conspire and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth rise up and the rulers band together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their chains and throw off their shackles. The world is interested in self-preservation. The kings and rulers of David's time, as well as ours, have no interest in the things of the Lord, or so it seems. They simply want to acquire more, more power, more land, more wealth, and anyone who gets in their way will face their wrath. Other translations say that the nations rage. In fact, these kings are so bent on being the supreme power that they decide to team up in order to try and dethrone God. They are hostile to the Lord and his anointed one. The Hebrew word for anointed, it's Mashiach. In English, we call it Messiah. When we see evil in the world, like the harsh treatment of those made in the image of God, ultimately those rulers are sinning against the Lord God Almighty. They are rejecting the king who gave them the authority to rule. How does the Lord respond to the wicked ambition of the nations? Well, the following verses tell us. The one enthroned in heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. He rebukes them in his anger and terrifies them in his wrath, saying, I have installed my king on Zion, my holy mountain. God laughs at the conspiracies of the nations. That reminds me of the Tower of Babel back in Genesis 11. The people then teamed up to make a name for themselves. They started building a tower that could reach to the heavens, they thought. God noticed this. And what does Genesis say? God came down to look at the tower. It's almost humorous. Mankind believing that they can be like God, but that is beyond the realm of possibility. No matter how hard the nations try, they will always be under the rule and dominion of King Jesus. That's the key. I'm sure some of you are wondering if the evil that we experience will ever go punished. You've heard the stories in our program or on the news, and you're calling for God to make things right. Will God just please do something about this, or will he turn a blind eye? Psalm 2 assures us that judgment will come. We know this because Jesus is reigning as king in heaven. This truth terrifies the nations. It terrifies the evil one. Their days are numbered. One day, Jesus will return to judge evil once and for all. The Messiah, Messiah, Jesus, will make things right in the end. The Father continues to tell the story of Jesus' kingship in Psalm 2. Verse 7 reads, He said to me, You are my son. Today I have become your father. Ask me, and I will make the nations your inheritance, the ends of the earth your possession. You will break them with a rod of iron. You will dash them to pieces like pottery. Now you may have noticed that the beginning of the verse says, He said to me, and you are probably asking, doesn't me refer to King David? I've been talking about Jesus this whole time. Am I misreading this psalm by not talking about David's kingship? I don't think so. Not only do the apostles Peter and John state that Psalm 2 is talking about Jesus in Luke 4, but Hebrews 1 quotes verse 7 in reference not to David, but David's son, Jesus Christ. The kingdom of God was given into Jesus' hands. If the kingdom of God rested on David's hands, we would be in trouble. Though he was a good king, he was not a spotless king. David himself knew that. 
Under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, David was given a peek behind the curtain to the very throne room in heaven where the Father promised his Son the nations as an inheritance. The Son of David would be a perfect, spotless, and holy king. He would rule in a just manner, and he would defend his people even beyond the grave. The people of Israel today have no greater need than King Jesus. He is the Messiah that the Hebrew Scriptures prophesy of. In Jesus, Israel can find help and hope, but so can Muslims all over the world. Psalm 2 closes with the following words, Therefore, you kings, be wise. Be warned, you rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and celebrate his rule with trembling. Kiss his son, or he will be angry and your way will lead to your destruction, for his wrath can flare up in a moment. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. The Father sends a message to the nations. Bow to King Jesus or face eternal judgment. But there is a message of hope to those who believe. Blessed are those who take refuge in him. Are you among those taking refuge in Jesus? Well, may we pray that God uses even the war that's underway right now to lead many in Israel and many in Gaza and other Middle East countries to the Messiah, Jesus Christ. Earlier, we spoke with Dan Sered with Jews for Jesus, and I asked him to stick around and lead us in prayer. Dan, would you mind leading us right now? I'll play in Hebrew, and then I'll also play in English, okay? That would be wonderful. Avinu malkenu, Abba, anachnu mudim lecha avur machesed shelcha, avur avatcha, avur achamecha. Abba, toda raba shehine lo yanu velo yishan shomer Yisrael. Toda raba al zeh shanachnu cholim yiftoch becha veladat sheata itanu veataroevit otanu vemevakshim Abba shepashmot yishmor al Yisrael alchinu vetevarech tevarech et kolam aaminim becha Abba. Taser otanu kiyadecha kiraglecha. Our Father, our King, Lord Yeshua, thank you so much for your love, your grace, your mercy. God, thank you so much that we can hold on to promises like um, the one who defends and protects Israel will neither slumber nor sleep, God. We trust you for all things, knowing that you protect your people, God. So we know that you are with us, and Lord, we pray for Israel. We pray for protection for my brothers and sisters, the body there, Lord God. We pray that you would help the church to to stand um, for you, Lord God. We pray for revival. We pray for people to come to know you, Lord God. Father, through all of this, we pray that Yeshua, salvation would go, would go forth and that many would know you, Lord. Father, thank you so much for... Um, for Charles, for anybody who's listening today, Lord God, right now, we just pray your blessings on them. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Do you feel the world is broken? We do. Do you feel the shadows deepen? We do. But do you know that all the dark won't stop the light from getting through? Do you wish that you could see it all made new? We do. Is all creation groaning? 
Peterson is he worthy from his resurrection letters and before that Dan Sered with Jews for Jesus praying in English as well as in Hebrew this is a haven today Israel help and hope and due to what is happening in the Holy Land right now millions around the world are worried it could lead to World War three or worse I can't stress enough how much we need to be praying right now 
But there is also another great need in the Holy Land. So many have been displaced by this war. Would you pray right now about joining us in sending help and hope through Jews for Jesus? I'm praying that the Lord will bring Jews and Muslims to faith in Christ right now when all seems hopeless. Jews for Jesus is seeing a large number of people asking for free copies of the New Testament and Psalms, something most Jews are familiar with, the Psalms that will help also point them to Jesus. They're also passing out blankets, clothes, even food to those displaced. Haven listeners have been sending thousands and hundreds of dollars to make a kingdom difference. Every dollar you send to Israel goes to Israel. Tell us when you call now. How much for help and hope? How much for Haven? And we'll honor your request. We need your help as well. No handling fees for this ministry. Give now for the gospel to go forth in the Holy Land. Just go to our website at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. Or call us and make your gift at 800-65-HAVEN. 800-65-HAVEN. And don't forget, if you want to watch or listen to the Holy Land briefing that we did with Jews for Jesus a couple of days back, you can watch that on our website or listen to it on our Great Stories podcast. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again next time when again together we'll share the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. When you look at images of places devastated by war, you can feel helpless. We are so far away from these individuals. What can we possibly do? One option is certainly prayer, and we should pray for those affected by the Israel-Hamas war. But there just might be an opportunity for you to minister to people closer to home. You may know people with family who live in Israel, maybe a Jewish co-worker who is heartbroken. The Apostle Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians that God comforts us so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. Use this as an opportunity to comfort those who are brokenhearted. When we do this, we're sharing the comfort that Christ gave us. You'll see Christ more clearly through time in God's Word. Visit GetAnchor.com.